What you believe about yourself and your life is likely not based in reality, but in bullshit stories that you did not consent to, pieced together throughout your life with ideas offered to you from external sources. This podcast is here to help you recognize and dismantle those stories so you can reclaim your power and achieve what you want in life. Welcome to Yeah, I Made That Up with life and business coach, Kelly Jackson. Last week, I talked about transitioning some of my direct sales clients over into a new realm of possibility and serving them on a greater scale as a coach. But what about my direct sales team? As I stated, integrity is at the root of all all of my business decisions. So what was it like to leave my team with integrity? To tell you that story, I need to start about eight years ago. My original sponsor in my direct sales career had begun doing incredible things in other types of business. She was creating an arts district in her town pretty much single-handedly. And she hadn't really been doing much in our direct sales business for a while. As a leader, she kind of disappeared. Most of her team members dropped off and those that remained came to me for guidance. A lot of resentment built. Our upline was providing training and support that she wasn't being compensated for because my sponsor was still technically active. And I was providing training and support that I wasn't being compensated for because these people were never in my downline. At one point during a leadership retreat, this came up as a topic of conversation, and it was pretty disheartening to both witness and be part of. So I sent her a text message offering her an out, and she took it. She officially went inactive and allowed those of us who had been in her downline to roll up. A couple of years later, our original company was purchased by our largest competitor. Many people did not take that well and left the business pretty quickly. I stayed because my loyalty wasn't to the company itself, but to my clients, the business I had built, and the team I led. The upline I rolled up to didn't take it very easily, and over the course of a couple of years, she sort of faded into the background. She stopped responding to texts from me and other leaders in her downline, and the leadership community we had dissolved. I'm not at all saying that my way is inherently better, nor am I trying to call anyone out for bad behavior. They were both doing the best they could with what they had available to them at the time. And while that's true, being on the receiving end of a sponsor and upline who exited by slipping away wasn't easy. And I knew when I made the decision to leave that I didn't want to do it that way. I wanted to offer my team the absolute most support I could because that's an integrity with myself. (laughs) So in my transition plan, I had a thorough outline of what to provide for my team and how to roll that out. In setting my team up to be prepared for me to leave, I made a formal announcement months in advance. We had had a weekly team training call for years and a weekly leadership call for a few years less, but still for several years. 
I made the first announcement on one of our leadership calls. The second announcement came during a virtual retreat. Now keep in mind, this was 2021. I had always put on an annual team retreat for training, recognition, and bonding every January, but that wasn't a safe option in 2021. So that year I offered a quarterly virtual retreat and I announced my planned departure at the end of our summer virtual retreat. This gave them plenty of notice and it allowed them to know what was happening in my world as I slowly took steps back. In our team Facebook group, I posted links to other forms of support that I recommended. Other leaders on our team also posted some that they recommended. We stopped our weekly team training calls, although some of them did express interest in doing them without me, though I'm not sure if that happened or not. I gave them the reins. Of course, several of them decided to leave the business because people don't just join a direct sales business for one reason. But one of the main reasons people do join is to be part of something bigger than themselves. They want friendships, they want connections, they want to be led by someone they trust and respect. I expected the drop in numbers. At the beginning of 2021, I told them we'd have a quarterly virtual retreat and an in-person retreat in January of 2022, provided it was safe to do so. And we did all of that. We did a virtual retreat in the fall to offer them guidance on navigating the holiday season. And the second weekend in January of this year, 2022, we had our final in-person retreat. It was a little rough to put on. I'm not going to lie about that. I had some hesitancy because of COVID, but we put standards in place that took everyone's health and safety into account. My biggest hesitancy, though, was that this was the official end, and that can be hard. During our retreat, we did annual recognition like we had done every year, but we also did lifetime recognition, and some of them were really shocked at how much they had accomplished during their direct sales careers. There was a lot of emotion that came up at various points. But we also got a lot of work done for them. We set goals, we developed timelines, and we set up systems to support what's needed in order for them to achieve those goals. And y'all, it was a really great experience overall. I didn't really go into this with any kind of expectation. Typically for this kind of event, I'll spend months planning. I'll write trainings, I'll create tools, I'll delegate tasks, I'll develop itineraries, but I didn't do any of that. I simply told them we'd be setting goals and to bring their planners. And I let it unfold organically. What took place in the adorable Airbnb that I rented out for the weekend on the gorgeous property of a winery in the middle of absolutely nowhere, Kansas, was beautiful. Because what I've learned about leadership is that holding space for what your people need is the most important thing. When you allow people to open up 
to themselves, you find magic. And when you provide the opportunity for that to happen in a group setting, you create a collective experience that cannot be recreated. It's always a once in a lifetime event. That was always my favorite part of leadership. That's why the year-long pressure point coaching program I offer is a small group coaching program. And that's why I decided to transition my direct sales client group into a self-coaching collective. Magic. Collective experiences. And helping women liberate themselves from bullshit patriarchal socialization. That's what I'm here for.